0: first known rules of golf were drawn up in 1744 by the gentleman golfers of edinburgh in leith scotland since then the game has changed dramatically golf courses equipment and not least the rules so where do i go when i want to learn about the rules of the game today well i go to the golf rules questions podcast with blakey and roscoe of course so sit back relax and enjoy this episode of the golf rules questions podcast Hey everyone. Welcome to episode 75 of the golf rules questions podcast with Blakey your host and co-host I have alongside me or not alongside me, but in front of me, uh, laughing at me now. uh, Stuart McPhee, welcome Stuart. Thanks Blakey. Always good Um, to be here. Now the uh, we talked about uh, episode 74, we talked about all your stuff that's been going on, like all your stuff as in all your refereeing duties that you've been undertaken um in the past week and then you also had the australian open where you're a volunteer so you didn't have refereeing duties but you're uh, involved and saw a lot of golf uh up close and personal uh, as a walker scorer uh, so how you been how's this week been have you been gotten in, into any uh refereeing situations or even just walking scorer
1: so i was um at the vic amateur for monday tuesday this week at royal melbourne and so they're, they're both days. I was there all day Tuesday for the semi-finals of the men and the women, and then I was a uh, assigned uh, assigned referee to the men's final on Tuesday afternoon in appalling conditions weather-wise, sideways rain, very very windy. Had a few rulings as a result of rain and wind, and uh, they both played exceptionally good golf. They were both, I think, pretty. Pretty, almost even with a card, I reckon. Uh, in those conditions, at Royal Melbourne, was phenomenal. Anyway, we had a winner on the seventeenth hole. Um, so yeah, had a few things to do Monday, Tuesday at the big amateur.
0: Oh, fantastic! And do you have any as a rover or as a um, uh, assigned referee? Did you have anything that, tricky that came up?
1: Nothing tricky. The most things I had to do was with when I was the assigned referee to that men's final on the very first. I mean, two balls on two different holes moved on the putting green because of the strong wind. Um, one of them, he just hit out of the bunker, come to rest. He's going up to mark and whoop, sure enough, the wind starts rolling again and it starts rolling about a meter towards the hole. And he's looked at me going, you know, is this, what did he say? He said, Oh, can I play on almost another, you know, <laughs> phrase from another sport? Can I play on? I said, well, you, I said, um, had you lifted and replaced? No, I knew he hadn't. I said, did you move it? He said, no. I said, no, you play as it lies. Not play on, but you play as it lies. On another case, he had lifted and replaced, and then the, the wind moved it because of the strong wind. So just a simple putter back. Another temporary water. Um, there was a temporary water in the bunker, and he said, can I take relief from that? I said, yes. His opponent goes, oh, but you'll have to drop it. And he says, is that right? I said, no, you'll be dropping it in the bunker. He goes, oh, okay. Can I play as it lies? I said, go for it. No problem. Which he did, made a par, kept the match going on the 16th hole, and not much... And maybe twice when it was, they're both looking at me going, who's first? Who's away? So I had to pace out a few times or do the old, you know, standing between the balls and working out where the flagstick was. A few times on one occasion, I wasn't 100% sure. And I just said, look, you're welcome to get a laser out to confirm. And he goes, oh, no, I'm good. I'll play. But uh, no, a few things, all weather related, really, all because of the conditions.
0: I've got, got Mm. I didn't interrupt you, but I've got some comments there. Number one. So you didn't blow the whistle and say that was a knock on and a a turnover. Uh, (laughs) Number two. And uh, our friend Stuart Jones uh, sent through an email uh, about um, opponents giving advice and all that kind of thing uh, during the week. Uh, So thank you very much, SJ. Uh, But, you know, the opponent in there, oh, but you have to drop it is that giving advice that's quite interesting
1: Mm, yeah well
0: well technically i would say that's uh advising them of the rules and i wouldn't have an issue with it but you know it's sort of suddenly it's suddenly not a uh you if you were going to take relief you drop it it's a oh you have to you know an interesting um that
1: is a good that is a good point when he said it i thought it was almost like the opponent was like doing that for my benefit making sure i got the rule correct
0: I'm I'm happy with almost that. yeah almost <laughs> you
1: know he was making sure that if he was going to get relief he wasn't placing it he was going to drop it oh you'll have to drop it and he said no oh, is that right I said no no, I haven't got to that point yet <laughs> <laughs> yes you must take complete relief nearest point club length, you must drop it though and the bunker goes okay I'll play it as it lies but uh, mm. yeah it's interesting though mm.
0: and then and then you penalise the opponent for uh, doing your job chiming in <laughs> that's right so uh, not very good uh, Stuart and then you've got. Uh, some work next week as well, or in the next couple of days.
1: Next week, four days, Sandbelt Invitational, at some very very nice courses.
0: Yeah, talk about golf, uh, good golf courses. I have actually have refereed at uh, Royal once or twice, and to be honest, there isn't really too much in terms of rules um, that you can get into. There are artificial pars, the gravelled ones, uh, the club play them as it lies, the the metal ones uh, you can get free relief from, but the, uh, the, the, or the concrete at fully concrete ones, you can get free relief, but the, oh. um, the, the, gravel ones, they don't give relief for the club.
1: I oh, I can't think of any penalty areas.
0: Uh, well, it's an interesting question. There isn't any, um, I'm 36 uh, holes. cause the dam, the dams, I think they made the dam out of bounds, you know, between west three and west six i think they made the dam out of bounds um but it was funny we had put some penalty areas in the president's cup where they found like these little ditches between uh between one and two It right in the bush like unbelievable why you'd find this um but they found these little ditches and like oh, okay we'll make them penalty areas but i i would have just left them as as is but um it's pretty pretty good uh, committee coming down from the PGA Tour to do all that. But, yeah, there's there's not much um, going on on that course from a rules perspective, and it's pretty clean, well, we'd say clean, so pretty good.
1: I guess uh, on the west course, there's a lot of – if you're offline, you're going to be in trouble. So maybe yeah. there's a few provisionals off the tee and whether you search for a ball or not. But, yeah, you're right, it's pretty clean. I can't think of too many penalty areas on any of the holes, all 36 yeah, of them. Yeah, so there
0: you go. You know, it's twenty four rules, but really only twenty three because you cut out that seventeen. <laughs> 17. And, and then, and then, you know, we're about to talk about the new rule changes, which will go to twenty five. Um, but they'll uh, in, in at Royal, you'd still cut out number seventeen, so you'd be back to twenty four. Uh, now, <laughs> let's get into the answer for GRQOTW seventy four. Would
1: you want me to read the question
0: out? Yeah, shoot with the question, please.
1: GRQ, OTW for episode seventy four. Helen and Charlotte are partners in foursomes match play, and they are playing against Andy, the average golfer, and Big P. On the first hole at Wombat Hills, Helen has teed off, and then Charlotte goes down and arrives at the ball in the fairway to make the second stroke for the side. Charlotte marks the spot of Helen's ball, lifts it from the course, replacing her own ball on the spot. One of their opponents, Big P, doesn't believe that is allowed and claims the hole. What is the ruling?
0: Yeah, so the, the ruling there is, and we just need to make sure, um, but you, it, it's written in there that a stroke was never made by Charlotte. Uh, so she's done the wrong thing by swapping her ball when she's not permitted to. If the question had said something along the rule, uh, lines of the ball was damaged or could have been damaged and Charlotte was inspecting it, different situation. There was nothing said about that. It was just a case of Charlotte wanted to change her ball And she thought she could. She changes the ball, doesn't make a stroke. So effectively, she's moved the ball in play under 9.4. And uh, that side gets a penalty of one shot. And then they just replace the ball, replace the original ball. If Charlotte makes a stroke at the uh, swapped ball, the incorrectly substituted ball, um, then it's a loss a, loss a hole. It's an easy situation where the match play, it's just a loss a hole uh, as opposed to stroke play where it would be a two-shot penalty.
1: I think we may get to this, that uh, playing an incorrectly substituted ball will no longer be the general penalty. I think we'll get to that. Uh, um, yeah, that's
0: not yet. Hmm. That That's right. So uh, in 2023, it would actually be if she made a stroke Uh, just the one-shot penalty, and that lead is a great lead-in
1: to
0: to the outcome changes. So the outcome changes, we've got a document here from the RNA and the USGA, and we're going to run through this document uh, that details all the changes uh, for next year. Now, we're going to try and run through them fairly quickly, just basically reading that Stuart and I will take turns at reading it out and, and it is pretty self-explanatory um, the document is on the website of the RNA that's where I got it I'm sure it's on the USDA website as well um, so you can go and have a look at it I would strongly recommend you do but we're just going to read it out for everyone uh, and hopefully our monotone voices won't put you to sleep no hopefully <laughs> hopefully you'll get you'll get a bit out of it so um, yeah Outcome changes, 2019 rules to 2023 rules comparison. Uh, Let's start with uh, 1.3 B2. Determining the area of the course where the ball lies, including whether the ball lies on the course. Determining whether the ball touches or is in or on an abnormal course condition. So that's the topic. The 2019 outcome. It was unclear when reasonable judgment should be applied to these determinations. The 2023 outcome, reasonable judgment applies when determining the area of the course where the ball lies, if it lies in or out of bounds, or if it touches or is in or on an abnormal course condition. Pretty self-explanatory, that one. Go for it,
1: Stuart. Uh, 1.3 C4, the topic is a player breaches different rules or the same rule multiple times. 2019 said, while there are exceptions, a player gets multiple penalties if the breaches are unrelated. If the breaches are related, the player gets multiple penalties only when there has been an intervening event. In 2023, committees no longer have to determine whether acts are related or unrelated. Intervening events are used to determine whether a player gets multiple penalties. There are only two intervening events, completion of a stroke and awareness of a breach. In addition, I say recommend reading the rule and associated clarifications in detail to understand the revised rule. So that's I, definitely a change, isn't
0: it? I absolutely love that one. I uh, don't want to spend too much time on the comments there, but uh, absolutely love that one. Uh, it's going to make it so much easier they've removed one of the uh intervening, intervening in intervening events now yep. yep it used to be called intervening acts yeah uh, they've removed one of them and then basically if you get uh a penalty or multiple penalties in between those intervening acts you're only going to get the one gp uh right c 3.2 C 1 slash 2. So that's a clar. When I say st- C at the start, it's a clarification. 3.2 C 1 slash 2. Topic meaning of handicap. A player is responsible for when declared to opponent. 2019, if a player tells the opponent the wrong course handicap before or during the match and does not correct the mistake before the opponent makes his or her next stroke, if the declared handicap is too high, the player is disqualified. 2023, if a player gives the opponent incorrect information in relation to their handicap, and this results in the player giving too few or getting too many strokes, the player is disqualified under Rule 3.2C1. Rule has, uh, additional notes, Rule has been revised to be more accurately reflect handicap-related conversations during a match. I'm not sure that grammar is quite right. Rule has been revised to be more accurately reflect. Anyway, uh, yeah, good one. So if you don't get a benefit from it, uh, they're basically saying you only get disqualified if you um, if you get a benefit for it.
1: No, no. So I, I read that as if a player gives the opponent incorrect information, and this results in the player giving too few or getting too many, the player is disqualified. It's like if there is a difference, whether you're advantaged by it or disadvantaged, it sort of doesn't matter. Previously, well, I believe that if you were actually giving uh, – if you were disadvantaged by the incorrect handicap, you had to play with that lower handicap.
0: Previously. I think I think you'd still do. It says in the player giving too few or getting
1: too many. It's not. Yeah, so it's either.
0: Uh, yeah, but oh, only. Oh,
1: I see. Giving, giving, or getting—that's the difference.
0: It's it, depending on you, you know you're of a course. you're a ten handicap. I'm a five, or you're yes. a ten, 10 handicap, and I'm a fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, giving too
1: few or getting too many. Got it. If you
0: if you stuff yourself up and say you're a nine, yes, um, yes, you would be giving, uh, or you'd be giving too many, um, and that wouldn't you you wouldn't be disqualified for giving too yes.
1: many. Yes. Okay, so that's okay. Got it. Thank okay. you for clarifying that.
0: No, you're Very right,
1: good. but but happy for anyone else to uh, disagree with us. Uh, go for it, Stu. 3.3B1, the player has more than one marker during the round. In 2019, each marker must certify the holes where they were the marker. In 2023, no requirement for multiple markers to certify the hole scores on the scorecard if the one marker sees the player play all of the holes. I love that.
0: 3.3B4, um, Requirements around showing handicap on scorecard. Player uh, 2019. Player responsible for ensuring the handicap is on their return scorecard as well as its accuracy. In 2023, very important. This one. Uh, listen up. If you're definitely if you're on a committee, player not responsible for showing handicap on their return scorecard. It's the committee's responsibility for calculating the player the player's handicap strokes for the competition. And using that handicap to calculate the player's net score. However, additional notes: a local rule can be used to put responsibility back on the player. And it will be interesting to see how many. Uh, well, I, I kind of. Well, the tour doesn't need to worry about handicap, um, but it will be interesting to see how many uh, committees adopt that local rule. It is an option for them, um, and it will be interesting to see.
1: Look, on that rule, I always wondered why it was the player's responsibility. I mean, the committee generates a scorecard. Here you go. You're about to enter this competition. Here's your scorecard. The player doesn't do the scorecard. The committee does. Um, I always found it odd in, you know, in handicap competition that the player has to go, hang on, let me just get my calculator out and make sure that handicap is correct. Otherwise, I could be disqualified. Um, I always felt that should have been the committee's responsibility. And now we know it is.
0: Uh, see i i have the other way around i was i was like yep. I, I really liked it that the you know that the player um had that responsibility i've got no issue with that uh but what i probably did and i don't have a solution for this so this is a good change but my only issue was um if you just you know put a wrong stroke somewhere or you just forget because you had such a good round or whatever and then suddenly you're gone poof you're disqualified i just thought the penalty was far too harsh but i can understand that if a committee has to run around and find all these players handicaps um it's a different solution, a different situation i think that they've been able to bring this one in they've changed it up because of this whole computerized handicap systems most people's handicaps. And with the world wide handicap system, most people's handicaps are on the computer now and pretty easy to find, pretty easy to print off. And, and very few and, errors. And very... And computers still make errors, man. Oh,
1: no, we've seen them, yeah. We've seen but, errors, but, but very few.
0: But yeah, no, that that's right. And and just it's just the ease of,
1: of modern technology.
0: Anyway, let's carry on.
1: we Will do, and just quickly, I wonder how many committees will adopt that model yeah. local rule, L2. For- I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, 4.1A2. So now we're into equipment, rule four. The topic is conforming club damaged during a round or while play is stopped under rule 5.7A. In 2019, a player normally must not replace a club damaged during a round or while play is stopped except in limited cases. In 2023, except in cases of abuse, the player may repair or replace any damaged club with another club. The additional notes say that model local rule G9 may be used to limit when a damaged club may be replaced.
0: Yeah, so this this is basically 2018, Um, except you can still, the change from 2018 is that you can continue to use or try and repair uh, sorry, sorry, you, you can continue to use the club that you abused. <laughs> <laughs> um, 2018, if you abused the club, you couldn't use it at all afterwards. Um, whereas now you can still use, it's still conforming for the rest of the round. It's just that they've uh, said, if you didn't mean to abuse it, or no, it didn't mean to abuse it. If you didn't abuse it, it's just become damaged. You can repair and replace. 4.183, mm-hmm player starts round with non-permissible external attachment on club such as a sticker on the club pace. 2019, player not allowed to use the club to make a stroke even if eternal attachment is removed before use. Penalty, player disqualified if club used to make a stroke. 2023, player allowed to remove the external attachment before club is used to make a stroke without penalty. Penalty, no penalty if external attachment is removed before club used to make a stroke player disqualified if club used to make a stroke with external attachment still attached Uh, just a slight change there so if you start the round what they're saying is if you start the round and the external attachment is still on the club face uh, 2019 you couldn't use it at all didn't doesn't matter if you remove the external attachment 2023 just don't have, don't make a stroke with the external attachment on, make sure it's been removed and you'll be fine. Good change. Oh, well, <laughs> I'd like them to go further and just say, uh, you know, those little dots for the launch monitor stuff, don't worry about them, leave them on. Um, mm. Unless they really do make a uh, make a
1: change, like mm. make an advantage. I don't see, Someone tell me what advantage they make. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 4.1B4, the topic is building a club from parts being carried. 2019, a player must not build a club from parts being carried by or for them, but may build a club from parts being carried for someone else. In 2023, the player must not build a club from parts being carried by anyone on the course, regardless of who they are being carried for. I must say I've never seen this uh, take place.
0: Uh, yeah, it popped up on the PGA Tour uh, two years ago, I think. So uh, um, I think it was maybe Harold Varner, the third. Anyway, uh, clarification 4.3a slash 1 limitations on using green reading material. 2019. The limitations apply to strokes made on the putting green and strokes made from off the green with a putter when the player is attempting to get the ball on the green. 2023 the limitations apply only to strokes made on the putting green <laughs> so you can use green breeding material for a chip shop yeah uh, that
1: uh, i don't know that does that complicate be, things uh, yeah five centimeters off the green Not, not sure I,
0: yeah weird anyway we're
1: into rule five now um 5.2 and clarification 5.2 slash one the topic is practice on course all holes not being used for the competition allowed. 2019, it was unclear if a player playing on one course at a venue would be considered to be practicing in breach of rule 5.2b when they are due to play on another course at the same venue, i.e. within the same boundary later in the day. In 2023, there is no penalty for a player practicing on holes not being used for any rounds of the competition to be played on that day fair enough
0: 6.3b player makes a stroke at an incorrectly substituted ball 2019 it was a penalty a general penalty 2023 it will be a penalty but it's a one stroke penalty makes so much sense this one uh, basically incorrectly substituted ball so you uh, uh on the putting green and you mark your ball lift it up replace it with another ball 2019, uh, that's a two shot penalty. 2023, that'll just be the one shot penalty. It's effectively the same or similar to an unplayable ball, which you can take anywhere except in a penalty area. Uh, so, good change, I think, on this one.
1: Yeah, it's probably too harsh a penalty, wasn't it? Yeah. The old general penalty for that. It's not as if you're playing it from somewhere else.
0: No, that's right. You're playing from the same place. It's just exactly impossible. the same spot. If you do play it from a different place, it's going to be the general penalty still yeah, because it's a, it's going to be the higher penalty of the, of the wrong place penalty.
1: Right, right. Okay, next, uh, Rule 6.4B1. The topic is player plays out of turn in stroke play to give another player an advantage. In 2019, if two or more players agree to play out of turn to give one of them an advantage, each of them gets a general penalty. In 2023, if two or more players agree to play out of turn to give one of them an advantage and one of them plays out of turn with the agreement in place, each of them gets the general penalty. The additional notes are the still applies under Rule 1.3 if players are aware this agreement is not allowed. A
0: little bit to unpack there. Uh, yeah. You can. What they're saying is, you can remove that agreement, and you won't get the general penalty. But only, but only, um, only if you were never aware that this was an, uh this was a not an uh, allowable agreement in the first place. So you and I agree
1: yep. to
0: play out term for advantage. Done. We're disqualified. That's it, because we both know that it's not allowed, right? But if we didn't know that it was against the rules and we had an agreement, then we can actually say, okay, let's play normally in turn uh, for no advantage because we just got to get on with the game. Um, Then we've just uh, removed that agreement and we won't get the penalty anymore. 8.1 D2, a referee worsens a player's conditions affecting the stroke. 2019 unclear whether a player is allowed to restore worsened conditions when those conditions have been worsened by a referee during a ruling 2023 conditions affecting the stroke that have been worsened by a referee may be restored as allowed by rule 8.1 D one. Interesting. Yeah, walking in the bunker. In yeah. The walk- I was just thinking that walking around a ball and uh, a yeah. bunker and whether yeah. they're going to get a drop and stuff like that. But remember, um if it's worsened by the referee you can restore it but if it's worsened by yourself and there's a distinction uh you're not going to be able to restore your worsened condition or the conditions worsened by you
1: yeah i was just thinking about that about not going in a bunker or trying to be very careful when you are approaching the ball yeah and you're trying yep. to help a player Uh, 9.3, so now we're talking about ball at rest uh, lifted or moved. Ball at rest moved by natural forces, 9.3. If a ball at rest is moved by natural forces, except after being replaced on the putting ring, the ball is to be played from where it comes to rest. That is the 2019 rule. However, in 2023, if a ball at rest is moved by natural forces after being dropped, placed or replaced and comes to rest in a different area of the course or out of bounds, the ball must be replaced and played from its original spot. A ball on the putting green must still be replaced if after sorry, if moved after being replaced. I have called this the Ricky Fowler rule. Yeah, that's and fair I enough. You know, and I think you know why.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got a video on my YouTube um, with Ricky Fowler taking this. And it's not just Ricky. There's uh, Thorborn Olsen. Thorborn um oh, i think that's the last name the one that got suspended and now he's back playing and, and playing really well uh, same thing happened to him as well where uh taking relief from penalty area penalty relief uh ball didn't stay after drop one ball didn't stay after redrop, placed the ball went up to have a look at the green came back balls rolled into the water again uh, so because it's changed from general area to penalty area he would just get to replace it if it had gone from general area to another part of the general area, it's play as it lies, okay?
1: Yeah. Another example is, uh, you know, I just, this is a really good change. I thought, you know, ball comes up short of the green, comes embedded in the fringe, and you take relief from the embedded ball in the general area, and then the wind picks up and it blows your ball into a bunker. You know, previously you'd be playing it from the bunker, now you just put it back to where you had, um, where it had come to rest after you drop, taking relief from the embedded ball. Again, I think it's just a really good change. And a yep. pretty significant change. Mm. Yeah, good.
0: If it blew it back down the fairway, then bad luck. Rule yep. 10 rule 10.2b one and two. Getting Boy, help. Twice. Getting help with line of play. 2019. Other than on putting green, player is allowed to set object down to show the line of play. So long as object is removed before making the stroke. 2023 regardless of an area of the course, a player is not allowed to set an object down to show the line of play. Uh, the the old, the old putter, the old standing putter, the putter that stands by itself. Hmm. Hmm. Um, that's the one that's, uh, you're allowed to keep using it, but you're not allowed to leave it by itself. You're not allowed to let go of the putter itself. So uh, if you've got one of those putters and you've been using that technique, uh, Well, you have to stop from 1 January,
1: 2023. Hmm. Uh, 10.2B3, setting object down to help with taking stance. In 2019, player must not take a stance for the stroke with an object set down. In 2023, regardless of area of the course, a player is not allowed to set an object down to show the line of play or to help with taking stance yeah
0: similar very similar 10.2, 10.2b4 caddy standing behind player once they start to take their stance 2019 there were three clarifications released in 2019 to explain and limit the operation of the rule in 2023 the rule has been rewritten to incorporate the relevant 2019 clarifications and provide two outcomes depending on whether the caddy is standing behind the player to one, help with aiming, or two, help with something other than aiming. The area in which the caddy must not stand behind the player to help them has been given a term, the restricted area. The rule now allows for someone other than the player's caddy or partner to stand in the restricted area to track the flight of the ball. Uh, Great, because uh, if you're heading back into the sun, You really need all the help you can get to keep an eye on that ball.
1: Yep. Yep. Good one. Uh, Clarification 10.2b slash one, using a self-standing putter for alignment help. In 2019, the player allowed to set a self-standing putter down in a standing position right behind or right next to the ball and either leave it there or realign it to show the line of play or to help, take the stance in 2023 a player or their caddy is not allowed to use a self-standing putter down to get help in any way that would breach rule 10.2b
0: uh yeah i uh obviously talked about that in the rule above um so you can tell i've just been caught out um you can tell that i haven't read this thing and this is the first time i'm reading it uh, but yes, yeah, the self-standing putter is, you can still use a self-standing putter, you just can't let it self-stand. <laughs> uh, 11.1B2, when ball played from putting green, hits something on putting green. 2019, the player's stroke does not count if the ball in motion hit any person, animal, or movable obstruction on the putting green. However, there was a model local rule D7 that was introduced to limit the instances when the stroke does not count in 2023 if they've, they've basically tried to adopt uh model d7. local rule d7 into the rule so if the player does not replay the stroke when required to do so under this rule they get the general penalty and the stroke counts but the player has not played from a wrong place so if a ball played from the putting green hits the player the club the player used to make the stroke or a worm an insect or a similar animal, the stroke counts and the ball is played as it lies. This change brings the concept from model local rule D7 into the rules.
1: Yep, good one. As you said, uh, all professional tours had adopted D7 anyway, hadn't they?
0: Yeah, So now they're spot just on.
1: incorporating them into the rules. Yep. That is now the rule, 11.2c2. The topic is player fails to replay the stroke made from the putting green when required to do so in 2019 if the player fails to replay their stroke after their stroke did not count they have played from a wrong place in 2023 if the player fails to replay the stroke when required to do so they get the general penalty and the stroke counts but the player has not played from a wrong place which is pretty much what you had just said above as well
0: yeah and so you don't have to determine whether it's a breach, uh just a breach or a serious breach, serious breach. um it's not a wrong place penalty you just get the two shot penalty and you carry on 14.1c cleaning ball unclear if cleaning a ball that is not lifted results in a penalty and under what rule is the 2019 um, statement so 2023 cleaning a ball that is not lifted results in a one-stroke penalty hmm. uh, cleaning a ball that's not lifted results in a one-stroke penalty I've
1: <laughs> so I've never seen too many people try to bend down and get rid well, of mud on the side of their ball I'm
0: really just trying to try to think of, uh, as quickly as possible that concept so your ball is on the putting green you haven't they say you haven't marked it so you haven't and you haven't picked it up You've just tried to flick a piece of dirt off your. It might be sticking to the side but it. Mm. Um, is not lifted results in one stroke. So, even though on the. I need to read more into that one, but even though it says that um, you can mark and lift your ball on the putting green, if you don't lift it, it <laughs> it's a one stroke penalty. So, uh, yeah, okay. Hmm.
1: Uh, 14.2D, recreating altered lie in sand. In 2019, a player has played from a wrong place if they fail to recreate their original lie. In 2023, if player plays from the right place but fails to recreate their original lie, they get the general penalty.
0: Okay, okay, Uh, well, fair enough. That makes sense.
1: So as you're saying with the previous one as well, it's still the same penalty. It's still the general penalty. As you say, the committee doesn't need to work out whether it's a serious breach from playing from a wrong place or not.
0: Yeah. It's the same penalty.
1: You're still getting general penalty.
0: Yeah, but uh, they just... Yeah, it's not serious enough. so We need to correct it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Right. 14.3b, back on the line relief. Uh, Big change, this one. 2019... While remaining within the limits of the specific rule, the player may drop the ball one club length away from the line. And if the ball rolls forward of that reference point, the ball must be dropped a second time. Model Local e, no model local Rule E12 allowed the ball to be played from forward of the reference point. Uh, that was a terrible Model Local Rule. Uh, 2023, while remaining within the limits of the specific rule, the player must drop the ball on the line and the ball must come to rest within one club length in any direction of where it first touched the line. This is very a lot more similar to uh, 2018, where you had to drop it on the line, anywhere on the line that was up to you. Um, that line from where the ball was or where the point of entry was back as far as possible in line with the flag, um, as far as long as it's in bounds. So you could drop it anywhere on the line, and it rolled. It could roll up to two club links. 2019, they changed it so you could drop it. Anywhere within that semi, that half circle, no closer to the hole of the line. Uh, that, that um half circle was one club length um, to the left and one club length to the right. So effectively a two club length diameter. Um, and then, and then it had to stay in that relief area. Uh, Actually, it's probably more like an oval because it was like two club lengths there, but it was one club length back. So it was more like a half oval. (laughs) Um, But uh, now the change, great change. I think this is good. You're dropping on the line and it can roll up to one club length in a circle. Okay. So you've got a whole circle there that your ball can roll up to one club length. Great change.
1: I agree. And the, the way the wording, the way the rule is written is where the, when the ball touches the ground, it creates the relief area. Yep. So wherever it first strikes the ground creates that, is effectively the reference point, and yep. it creates that circle where the yep. ball can then come to rest in that area. So, yeah, great, great change. Um, 14.7, so playing from a wrong place. The topic is reporting to the committee after trying to fix a serious breach of playing from a wrong place. In 2019, if a player tries to play from a right place to fix their mistake, they must report to the committee before returning their scorecard. If not, they are disqualified. In 2023, a player must report to the committee only when they have played two balls to fix their mistake.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, I guess you can still play from a wrong place. Um, You just don't have to talk to the committee about it unless you've played the two balls.
1: Well, the two bills is when you don't know if it's a serious breach or not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, the two balls is under 20.1C. Well,
1: it's if you're not sure if it's a serious breach, you can play whether you do need to correct it or not. Yeah. There is that provision under 14.7.
0: Yeah. So now if you.
1: So if you go ahead and actually correct your serious breach, you actually don't have to tell the committee uh you only have to do it if you're actually playing two balls because you're not sure
0: if a player tries to play from the right place um so i need to read more into this one if a player tries to play from the right place to fix it they must report for it. Uh, so say in 2023
1: yeah so i've got it if- here
0: Under 14.7. If you try to play from a right place, but you still play from the wrong place, you don't have to report to the committee.
1: (laughs) What to do if uncertain whether the breach is serious? The player should play at the hole with both the ball played from a wrong place and a second ball played from a right place. Um, The player who plays two balls must report it to the committee. If the player is uncertain whether playing from the wrong place was a serious breach and decides to play a second ball in trying to correct it, the player must report the facts to the committee before returning the scorecard. Okay.
0: Okay, uh, 16.1c2, back on the line relief. 2019, while remaining within the limits of the specific rule, the player may drop the ball one club length away from the line, and if the ball rolls forward to the reference point, the ball must be dropped a second time model local rule E12 allowed the ball to be played from forward to the reference point. 2023. While remaining within the limits of the specific rule, the player must drop the ball on the line, and the ball must come to rest within one club length in any direction of where it first touched the line. That was an exact copy of what you said in 14.3b. Let's keep going.
1: And I assume we're going to see it again under 17.1 and 19.2 and 18. Anyway, yeah, I, th-
0: I think we just, uh, I can see it already under 17.1D. Right. Uh, so I think we just say, refer back to,
1: um,
0: we've, already, we've already covered
1: this. 14.3. 16.3B and clarification 16.3B slash one is embedded ball relief. In 2019, there is no requirement for the reference point to be in the general area. In some situations, relief is not available if no part of the relief area is in the general area in 2023 the reference point must be in the general area if the spot right behind the ball is not in the general area the player must find the nearest spot no closer to the hole in the general area and use that as the reference point see clarification 6.3 16.3 b slash one this is the bunker example
0: yeah I, my couple of bunker examples um that I filmed come to mind if i wasn't able to find uh yeah there is one there where the ball sticks is in the embedded in the uh, the lip but it sticks out into the bunker so directly behind it was fresh air or bunker
1: or, or sand so, yeah.
0: so I would actually have to move that's they're saying you still get relief you just have to find so I have to move to the and I can think my nearest point was actually to the left oh that's right I didn't give any relief in that situation
1: right there was no um, reference point in a general area. Uh, no, I think i
0: i didn't give any i didn't give any relief in that situation because there was no general area in the relief yeah. area actually yeah.
1: so, so there was no relief available yeah so it wasn't about
0: the reference point so that in this situation i go okay there's no reference point in the general area i'd go over to the left and then i'd find a reference point and i'd have a relief area um, so i will have to uh, slightly change oh I actually have to remove that video and uh yeah good chance to film a new one Jeff.
1: so effectively in 2019 there was possibility that you weren't able to get free relief in 2023 they're saying no you can always get free relief you just need to find you need to find a spot to take relief
0: yeah that's how I see it yeah 17.1 d2 refer to 14.3 <laughs> d uh, sorry 14.3 b we have already covered it that's the back on the line relief
1: Okay, 18.2A1 and clarification 18.2A1 slash three. The topic is meaning of reasonable time when identifying a ball found within the search time. In 2019, a player is allowed a reasonable time to identify a ball after the search time expires, so long as it was found within the search time. What is considered reasonable is up to each committee. In 2023, a new clarification has been added to clarify that one minute is the most time a player should be given by the committee to identify a found ball when it is found towards the end of the search time.
0: <laughs> what about if it's found at the start of the search time? I guess you've still got your two and a half minutes or whatever to, to find the ball. Or identify it's the ball at, okay.
1: Yeah. If it's found at 2:50 and you're a hundred meters away, like that situation I had at Warrigal, You've basically got another minute to get down there and identify it
0: so you've got your 10 seconds up to three minutes then another minute that's how I that's how I would say it um hmm. you've got it if Should be given fa- by the
1: community to identify a found ball when it is found towards the end of the search time hmm. I, I
0: need I need to clarify that if it's found at two thirty. You get your yeah. thirty. You get your extra you get, thirty seconds plus. Right. An you get ninety seconds or not? Mm. Um, yeah. Let's let's work into that one. But uh, yeah, exactly the situation that you had at Warragul, where the player, um, yeah, it was a hundred, hundred and fifty. Yeah, he meters. was a long way away. Yeah. So so then you got. Hey mate, you've got one minute. <laughs> and then yeah, you and I'm and timing. You're, then the still start running. Twenty point two D. Two Wrong handicap on scorecard results in wrong player winning the competition. 2019, uh, player is responsible for the correct handicap on the scorecard. If the handicap was too high, the player would be disqualified from the handicap competition. If the handicap was too low, the handicap is used to calculate the player's net score. 2023, and we've talked about this as per rule 3.3b4, the committee is responsible for calculating the player's handicaps. Uh, Handicap strokes for the competition, and using it to calculate the player's net score. If the committee miscalculates, either this is an, this is an administrative mistake, and there is no time limit for correcting the player's net score and the result of the competition. So if someone wins, and uh, they when they really should have come second place. Yay, I've won! Uh, actually, <laughs> you're second. Oh, thanks very much.
1: <laughs> okay. No more comments. Uh, Rule 21.1c, the topic is penalties in Stableford. In 2019, if a player breaches any of the three exceptions, they get points deducted from their total points. In 2023, all penalties are applied as they are in regular stroke play, except for the five times a player gets zero points on the hole instead of being disqualified that means the penalty may not impact on the player's score for example if a player would have scored zero on the hole before they got the penalty
0: I need to look into this because I okay. stu- I stuffed one up um in our one of our episodes about 10 10 episodes ago oh yes. Where I, yep. where I said uh they would get zero points on the first two holes right but but that was incorrect it was a a minus from the total score. Now they're saying thirty
1: six points here comes down to thirty two.
0: Mm. Yeah, except for the five times a player gets zero points on the hole instead of being disqualified. Uh, that may, that that means the player may not impact. Yeah, so I need to look further into those.
1: So I've just times. quickly got it here: all penalties that apply in stroke play apply in Stableford, except that a player who breaches any of these five rules is not disqualified, but gets zero points for the hole when the breach happened. Failure to hole out, failure to correct mistake of playing from outside the teeing area, failure to correct a mistake of playing a wrong ball, failure to correct mistake of playing from a wrong place when there is a serious breach, or failure to correct mistake of making a stroke in the wrong order.
0: If the player breaches
1: any other rule with a penalty of disqualification, the player is disqualified.
0: Ah, I see. I would have thought that they were all just... um zero points on that hole anyway anyway
1: because okay. as you would just say you disqualified from that hole yeah that's correct. right
0: yeah. um so maybe I've been touting the wrong thing for no no I think that's correct I think anyway.
1: practically what you've said is correct
0: yeah but I think rules wise I would think might have been wrong um yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: and then the sat 21 actually can you look I might take over the next couple can you find that situation where is there any situation where it takes the, t- uh, takes the points off the total points rather than just the first two holes?
1: I'll
0: have uh, uh, have a look and I'll take over now. 21.3 C, uh, penalty penalties in par slash bogey. I don't know what bogey is, but I'm assuming it's, uh, similar to par. Yeah. Um, it's probably still, yeah. So, uh, it's exactly the same text as, what Stuart has just read about the Staleford, 2019, if a player breaches any of the three exceptions, they get holes deducted from their total holes. One, 2023, all penalties are applied as they are in regular stroke play, except for the five times a player loses the hole instead of being disqualified. That means the penalty may not impact on the player's score. For example, if the player would have lost the hole before they got the penalty. Uh, 22.1 requirements around showing handicap on scorecard 2019 it's the player's responsibility for ensuring the handicap. Individual handicaps are on their return scorecard in 2023 the player is not responsible for showing handicaps on their return scorecard it's the committee's responsibility for calculating the player's handicap strokes for the competition and using that handicap to calculate the player's net score and uh, there is an additional notes of that local rule which we talked about before which is l2 can be used to put the responsibility back on the players uh just interrupt me when you uh, when you find out stuart
1: well, i just 20... went to the example of clubs sorry having too many clubs and i'm just going from there as an example but anyway. oh that's a great that's a, that might have been what it was that's a great I'm still example. looking hmm. okay
0: no worries 22.6 standing behind partner Player is 2019, a player is in breach of rule 10.2B4 if their partner stands behind them once they start to take their stance for the stroke, unless the player takes a stance again and uh, stance again. In foursomes, the penalty will therefore apply to other side. Uh, 2023, new rule twenty two point six prohibits a partner from standing behind the player to gain information for the side's next stroke, and if the partner does so, the side gets the general penalty this is in addition to the limitations in rule 10.2 b4 on the player 23.2 b1 requirements around showing handicap on scorecard we've already talked about this uh, basically it's not the responsibility of the players but it's the responsibility of the committee however the committee can adopt local rule 2 uh, to put the responsibility back on the players 23.8 Standing behind partner. 2019, if a player in 4 breaches rule 10.2b4 due to the positioning of their partner behind them, the player gets the general penalty under rule 10.2b4. The partner gets no penalty under unless the breach helped them. 2023, new rule 23.8 prohibits a partner from standing behind the player to gain information for their own next stroke, and if the partner does so, the partner gets the general penalty. This is in addition to the limitations and rule 10.2b4 on the player. 24.4b, restrictions on giving help for advice givers. 2019, the player does not automatically get a penalty under 10.2b4 for the advice giver standing behind them once they start to take the stance for the stroke. 2023, the player's advice giver is held to the same standards for applying 10.2b4 that their caddy partner and partners caddy are. Uh, Stuart's still having a look to see.
1: Well, okay, I'll just uh if I can just interject. So I'm just going through both books. So I've got the 2019 official guide and I've got the 2023 official guide. And The section under 2019, the first bit about penalties in Stableford, the first exception is about having too many clubs. Four points, you know, first two holes, four points comes off your total score. All those sections, all those exceptions about too many clubs, uh, starting time, unreasonable delay, um, is actually gone out of the 2023 book. It goes straight into those five uh, things that I mentioned. Failure to hole out, failure to correct mistake, blah, blah, blah. Actually, doesn't mention that at all under penalties in
0: it. So having extra clubs is uh, it's not a disqualification. Oh, we'll have to look into this. That's interesting. So obviously hmm. it's not a disqualification; you just get the penalty and then you have to take one out of play. But what happens in Staleford? Where are the points deducted? Yeah, where
1: are they taken? Okay. It just doesn't
0: exist in the 2023 book. We will look into that and get back to the community as quick as possible. Now we've got three. uh, So we've got a rule 25 now. So there's been an inclusion of the rules for people living with a disability into the actual rule book. Uh, Previously, it was just held at the back of the book and now it's in there. Uh, So rule 25. The topic is general modifications for players with disabilities. 2019, the modifications are treated as local rules and are not in effect unless put into effect by a committee who may choose which of the modifications to put into effect. However, in 2023, the modifications have the same status as any other rule and are in effect for all competitions. Right.
1: Would you like me to do the next one?
0: Yeah, go for it,
1: Stuart. 25.2 C. Rule 10.2b3 for visually impaired players is the topic. In 2019, a visually impaired player must not take a stance for the stroke in relation to an object they set on the ground. In 2023, a visually impaired player may set an object on the ground to help with taking a stance, but the object must be removed before making the stroke.
0: 25.4k status of assistive mobility device in relation to Rule 11.1b. 2019, unless clarified by a committee, the player's stroke does not count if their ball played from the putting green accidentally hits their assistive mobility device. 2023, if a ball played from the putting green accidentally hits their assistive mobility device, the ball must be played as it lies.
1: Almost the equivalent of hitting them or hitting the club they use to make the stroke.
0: Yeah, that's a very similar change to an able-bodied person. Mm. Uh, So uh, for that rule 11, now, we, now we're getting into model local rules. This will be really interesting. Uh, let's,
1: let's tug into it. And we are nearly done. Um, model local rule E11. The topic is local rule ball deflected by a power line. In 2019, a player's stroke does not count if the ball is deflected by a power line. If the player does not replay the stroke, they have played from a wrong place, but the stroke does not count. In 2023, a player must replay their stroke if it is deflected by a power line if they do not the stroke counts and they get the general penalty but have not played from a wrong place
0: uh, that is provided um the local rule is in place in the first place and if it is yeah it's not a wrong place penalty if you don't uh, cha- uh correct it. the it's not your error but the yeah cor- correct them um the situation uh model local rule e12 local rule permitting the use of mats on parts of the general area cut to fairway height or less. 2019, this local rule was available on request. <laughs> 2023, this local rule is now included in the model local rules in the official guide for completeness. That's generous of them. Uh, so uh, they actually use this model local rule at St Andrews uh, before the open or even just during the winter time um, to cut down on the amount of. Uh, divots on the golf course and they also use it at places like cooper pd uh
1: hmm. where there where yep. there
0: is is no, grass, no and grass just rocks and stones um so it's actually saving the golf uh the golfer themselves
1: i assume the next one should be mlr not mlf should be model local rule f5 no 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 because uh they've got mlf the next one, but then it goes back well. to L. Then it goes to model local rule again, MLR. What, it, what does it
0: say in the book? you got the book right in front of
1: you. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, I'll get to it in a sec. Okay. Um, F5. Restricting the use of model local rule F5 to situations where both the ball and the obstruction are in part of the general area cut to fairway height or less. In 2019, this option is within the principles of the Model Local Rule, and is used by several tours and national associations. In 2023, this Local Rule is now included in the Model Local Rules in the Official Guide for Completeness.
0: Yeah, so this is a common one where, you know, the courses that we play on um, down here in the sand belt, uh, it's not gonna be necessarily um, a big issue because it's usually um, tightly cut surface. so. The greens are surrounded mostly by fairway or bunker, which wouldn't matter. Um, whereas other parts of the world uh, where they grow their rough, you know, two, three, five inches right beside the green, saying if you miss the green, you're penalised by this thick rough. Um, but but if you have a sprinkler in your way, you have to be in the fairway or grass cut to fairway height or less. To be able to get that free relief because free relief. it's on, only when you're going to be putting it's not we're not going to give you free relief out of that thick rough um i will go into email f22 and you can uh <laughs> search out why it's oh cool no it's definitely
1: one. definitely wrong it should be mlr like all right yeah right yeah so mlr f22
0: uh local rule bull hits temporary elevated line or cable 2019 a player's stroke does not count if it is known or virtually certain that it hits a temporary elevated line or cable if the player doesn't replay the stroke they have played from a wrong place but the stroke does not count 2023 a player must replay a stroke if it is known or virtually certain that it hits a temporary elevated line or cable if they do not the stroke counts and they get the general penalty but have not played from the wrong place very similar to deflected by power line
1: and i assume that's pretty much for major events where you have cables running everywhere Yeah. Model like Rule F23, temporary immovable obstructions, talking about uh, events. 2019, a committee can allow players to take relief from interference by TIOs on the either side of the TIO rather than limiting relief to the nearest side. But when taking relief on the other side for physical interference using the procedures in Rule 16.1, the committee must determine what is the other side or the committee can limit relief so that relief on the other side is not available when using the procedures in Rule 16.1. In 2023, a committee can allow players to take relief from interference by the TIOs on either side of the TIO. But this additional option does not apply when a player takes relief using the procedures in Rule 16.1.
0: Okay. Uh, F23, very much a tour local rule, uh, very rare that it would be at your local club. MLR f24 relief from immovable obstructions in penalty areas when a player's ball is in a penalty area they're not allowed to take relief from immovable obstructions under 2019 2023 a committee can allow players relief from immovable obstructions when their ball is in a penalty area they should specify which obstructions relief is allowed from rather than allowing relief from all obstructions this is not a rule i must this is not the rule, okay? So 16.1 says you do not get free relief from interference by an immovable obstruction when your ball is in a penalty area. However, a committee could, could adopt F24, which would allow uh, a committee to determine or specify specific, specify specific immovable obstructions that a player
1: could get relief from it's not the to rule. Be a it's very a unique rule. situation. Yeah, correct. Something really unique. Uh, model local rule F25, the player has interference from an abnormal course condition such as a narrow fence or wall where the nearest point of complete relief may be on the other side of the abnormal course condition. In 2019, there was no model local rule detailed though such a local rule is allowed. In 2023, local rule available to the state at the nearest point of complete relief must be determined without crossing over through or under the abnormal course condition
0: i like that one uh i reckon the tours might add that to their hard card uh just just a guess and not i have no inf- inside info but just a guess um but i do like that one mlr f26 well wow, they're getting into some big a lot more mlrs um in in section F this time. Uh, (laughs) Gates in boundary fences and walls. Ah, brilliant, they've uh, addressed this one. Hmm. 2019, gates in boundary fences and walls are not part of the boundary object and are obstructions unless the committee defines them to be integral. But even when integral, if the gate is movable, it is treated as a movable obstruction. 2023, a committee can treat closed gates as part of the boundary object not allowing them to be moved when in such position if a gate is open it is treated as a movable obstruction and may be moved i think everyone will adopt this one this is the hmm. Annika Sorenstam, and dan the ref uh which happened three years ago
1: hmm. okay uh Moraloga rule G- and that is the last one f f26 is the last one just looking at the book here um g4 the one ball rule um, which won't affect too many club golfers. Uh, in 2019, the penalty was the general penalty. In 2023, similar to the uh, making a stroke at an incorrectly substituted ball, the penalty is a one-stroke penalty.
0: Yeah, fair call there. One uh, MLR G nine restricting when a broken or significantly damaged club may be replaced. Rule 4.1 A two, which you've covered, states that a player normally must not replace a club damage during a round, or while players stop, except in limited cases, MLR G9 allows a player to replace a club that has been broken or significantly damaged by the player or caddy, except in cases of abuse. The 2023 version, Rule 4.1a2 states, that except in cases of abuse, the player may repair the club or replace it with another club. MLR G9 limits replacement to cases where the club is broken or significantly damaged, which does not include a club that is cracked. Additional notes, the outcome of introducing MLR G9 under 2023 rules is the same as when it was introduced under 2019 rules. I think I needed a bit more time to get my head around that one.
1: Model local Rule G12, uh, prohibiting use of written, printed, electronic or digital materials in 2019, Unless the Model Local Rule G11 is in effect, players may use any written, print, printed, electronic or digital materials so long as it meets the size, scale and other requirements of, of interpretation 4.3a-1 when the limitations apply. In 2023, a committee can prohibit players from using any written, printed, electronic or digital materials to help them read their line of play on the putting green.
0: Oh, please, please, everyone adopt this absolutely please i hate those green reading material mlr i2 local rule prohibiting practice on or near previous putting green 2019 a committee cannot prohibit practice on a practice putting green 2023 a committee may prohibit practice on practice putting green so Hmm. in the case where you're going between holes 18 and one because you started on the 10th Yep. and there's a practice putting green and there's a bit of time yep. um, where there's a, a bit of a hold up um, you can practice on that practice putting green but i too can be adopted by a committee uh, prohibiting Saying you no. from uh, using that practice putting green uh, yep. you would still be able to practice putt on the teeing area before you start playing model
1: local rule k2 Bad times in multiple round stroke play competitions. In twenty nineteen, no permission detailed in the model local rule to carry bad times throughout the competition, though this would be allowed. In 2023, bad times may carry throughout the stroke play competition.
0: Yeah, I think that we were we were already doing this. I think Asian Tour, we if you had a bad time rule in round one, um you could still be penalized for a second bad time in round two so or to round three so i think we yeah we'd already been doing this and now they've basically the rule is following what the tours um were possibly already doing i hopefully i've got that one right um but anyway regardless of whether i have or not um bad times may carry throughout the stroke play round. mlr l1 modification of penalty under rule 3.3 B2 when scorecard missing player or marker certification. 2019, if a player returns their scorecard without their certification or their marker certification, they are disqualified. 2023, a committee may modify the disqualification penalty to two penalty strokes in the event it is returned without the player or marker certification. I think everyone will adopt this one. <laughs> I think I think everyone will adopt this so you can modify that disqualification penalty to two penalty strokes uh when someone has forgot to sign it that that, right. that I as I said but as, as, as I said before I think it's on the responsibility of the player I just find the disqualification penalty just far too harsh that's all mm. I, I love yeah. this
1: yeah uh model local rule l2 marking sorry making player responsible for handicap on the scorecard Um, We've already discussed this. The 2019 was C, Rule 3.3b4 above, which we spoke about. In 2023, Rule 3.3b4 states that there is no requirement for a player's handicap to be shown on the scorecard. However, a committee can put this responsibility back on the player.
0: See, again, and I haven't read the penalty statement for this, um, I would want it to be put back on the player, but not a disqualification penalty. Yeah. Yeah, two shotter or something. I don't know if we can do that. I need to mm. read into it, but I think disqualification is too harsh. Harsh. But I do like the player having the responsibility rather than the committee. Uh, MLR M three, our last one. Committee determines that there is clear evidence that a player's ability to putt is significantly and negatively impacted by ataxia or athetosis and the player holds a WR4GD pass or EDGA access pass. 2019, it's an unpublished position that in the limited circumstances detailed the player is exempt from penalty under Rule 10.1 B, anchoring the club. 2023, it's now published in the official guide. So what they're saying, this is for your modified rules for um, players with uh, living with a disability. Um, they didn't allow, so the rules didn't allow anchoring, um, but then they were, you know, for those, that set of people that were living with a disability, it can be very tough to hold the club or, uh, you know, play the game of golf without um, anchoring. So they said, yep, that's fine, you can do that. Now, they've actually published that and said, yes, if you hold this or you're negatively impacted by um, these, illnesses or diseases um, or disabilities, um, then you will be able to anchor the club for...
1: I must admit 60 seconds ago, I didn't know what a taxi is. Yeah. No, now I, I just read it out for those who don't know, describes poor muscle control that causes clumsy, voluntary movements. So it's a degenerative disease of the nervous system.
0: Yeah. I mean, it would be pretty shocking if we didn't allow people to anchor the club when they probably uh, yeah, you know, it, it helps with their enjoyment of the game. It
1: gets them out there playing golf. Yeah, For,
0: for able-bodied golfers, um, you know, there is no need. Under the rules currently, that allow you um, to anchor the club. Fantastic, Stuart. We got through all that in just over an hour. So hope we ran through it. So hopefully um, the listeners can get a better understanding of what the changes are. And if they need to, um, they can always Pause, rewind, go through it again. There are a few things that I need to read up again about, and and just make sure I'm, I'm on top of. Um, even though I, you know, or both of us referee a few tour events, um, I do love my Stableford, so I do really <laughs> want I do really want to be on top of um, the uh, applicable penalties in in Stableford, when it, whether it's a two shot or a disqualification, there's points lost. Um, what hole they lost or is it total score, et cetera, et cetera. So good start for us to get into um, learning the game or learning the the new rules for 2023. Now, I'm going to to
1: say one thing, sorry, if I may. Go for it. So we we know that interpretations will now be called clarifications. And I know that in the 2019 book, you like the fact that after each section, The interpretations for that section were there. So after 13.1, it would go through all the interpretations for 13.1 before it got to 13.2. In the 2023 book, it doesn't do that. So you go through 14.1 to all the way to 7, then it goes through the clarifications for all of Rule 14 at the end of that. So that's a big change in the the way the book is produced. Yeah, very
0: I did. I I looked at it uh, the other day and uh, very funny because this is BAT 2 back to the way that the format was for the decisions book in 2018 so it's gone back to 2018's format um i haven't actually you might be able to look in because you've got the book right in front of you does it still what what does it do for clarifications around the definitions
1: oh where are the definitions
0: because uh i did again really like the fact that the interpretations were right after me Uh, After each definition, after GUR,
1: for example, yeah,
0: yeah, and I'm assuming I'm assuming the clarifications will still be in the same. It is.
1: You wouldn't believe it. I've just turned to GUR. You wouldn't believe that page three or something. Yeah, ground under repair. And then, sure enough, straight away, it's got ground under repair. Clarification one. Clarification two. Clarification three. Then it goes on to whole. Yeah, hold, so you, and then you, the you, interpretations for hold. Mm. You can't
0: really separate it, but I was just hoping that they didn't go definitions and then Clarification the yeah.
1: yeah. They they haven't done that. Yeah. Okay, so thanks. in the definitions, I wonder if there's any more definitions. There were seventy-four. I wonder if there's more or less.
0: Uh, actually, well, they haven't put the outcome changes in here, but um, yeah, that's something that we might be able to might be able to find or look into. Uh, okay. Right, yeah. otw number seventy-five. And um, you can let us know whether it's a 2019 or 2023 uh, version if you want.
1: Don't think it'll make any difference, this particular Perfect. question.
0: Perfect.
1: Uh, GRQOTW number 75. It's exactly the same under any rule book. Um, Big P is taking free relief from temporary water on the 17th hole at Wombat Hills. He drops his ball, which lands inside the relief area. But before it comes to rest, and while it's still inside the relief area, his caddy. Andy, the average golfer, puts his foot down and stops the ball from rolling into a divot inside the relief area. What's the ruling?
0: Oh, tough one to finish. Uh, Fantastic. (laughs) I also have to say, I don't think they need any more information there, uh, but he he deliberately put his foot on the divot because he saw the ball rolling towards the divot. Poor
1: Andy. Yeah, he hasn't caddied much before. he's 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 an average golfer and he's He's not a very good golfer himself he just he's
0: an an average bloke and an average carry so uh i must shout out to big p though these are real people um and and andy's actually a really good guy but i must shout out to big p thank you very much for the donating to my longest day um charity donation raising money we're raising money for cancer council Um, i played with scott and dean on monday at Spring Valley, we played seventy-two holes in nine hours and nine minutes, so there was no slow play there, uh, no bad times there. <laughs> uh, lots of playing out of order, but nothing uh, for an advantage. Especially when I was averaging about twenty-five points. Uh, but it was a fantastic day. The weather was crazy. We got everything. It was it was four mm-hmm. seasons in one day, but we still did it. We I think we played so fast because we were trying to get out of the weather. So that was. Extra motivation, Uh, but I've raised uh, $300 so far. Really proud of that. Um, You know, I'd love to raise as much as I can, but you know, even any any kick in, and and Big P did a kick in. So um, shout out to Big P, thank you very much, and shout out to everyone that uh, donated. And whether it was to me or just uh, Cancer Council Australia, it it doesn't matter. It's all going towards. Uh, a worthy cause. So fantastic. And for the, all those people that are playing 72 Holes or um, have already played 72 Holes, raising money, raising awareness, uh, thank you very much. And make sure during the hot period uh, that you, you know, the sun uh, could come out and burn your skin. Please, please, please slip, slop, slap, put on some <laughs> sunscreen, put on clothes, or just stay in the shade. Very right.
1: well done for playing seventy-two holes.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, you. I think I've uh, it was it, I doubled the amount of golf I'd played this year. So <laughs> that is episode seventy-five Under the Belts. That is season five, Under the Belts. So we're gonna take a break now for Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone, happy new year. We will be back uh shortly, quick quicker than you think. Um we're gonna try and um do a few more things to the podcast, get a bit more organized, make sure that we're on top of all the rules. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing everyone back here soon.